What's up, guys? Rachel Lindsay here, and I am teaming up with your favorite Ringer podcasters to deliver the Bravo drama and news that you've been craving on Morally Corrupt. It's the show about all things Bravo, from the housewives to summer house and everything in between. We'll be mentioning it all every week. Check it out on Spotify and TheRinger.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reels always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to Ringer Dish. I'm Juliette Littman. I am joined today by the co-host of Tea Time, Amelia Wedemeyer. Amelia, hello. Hi, Juliette. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well as well. We recently saw each other in person. It was very exciting. It was a real thrill. It was, it was, you know, reminded me that we're all human. <laughs> oh, allegedly. Okay. Maybe it was a hologram. I was a hologram and you didn't know, but oh I, my no, God. I was there. <laughs> Um, we are here today to talk about I think I what, forced a hug on you, so I'm pretty sure you are real. No, it wasn't forced. I'm a hugger too, but it's awkward okay. when you haven't seen someone for like two I, years. Trust COVID, me. Like, I like, like, what do we do here? Also, it's work <laughs> and it's like what are the what are the rules? But <laughs> that's so true. So it's many so podcasts true. together and so many years of knowing each other at this point. Of course you gotta embrace. <laughs> anyway, this is not a podcast about hugging. It's Believe not. it or not. We're here today to talk about what has been the biggest celebrity story for about the last three weeks. And we've been monitoring it and digesting it. And I think we just feel pretty gross about it. But we're going to talk it out here on this pod. And that, of course, is the ongoing trial, defamation trial, being held in Northern Virginia between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, who used to date and are no longer together. It's been a pretty gnarly and sensational trial also, I just mm-hmm. want to note, this is like the second trial that already occurred in right. the UK. So this is kind of like 
the second go round. There's already been a judgment there, actually, in which she won. Um, or the Sun won, right? Excuse me. Yes. Yes. The Sun won. The newspaper, you mean? The newspaper. Yeah. Because he yeah. had sued the newspaper and he was It's like, no, the sun in the sky <laughs> sued Johnny Depp. No, I'm kidding. OK, sorry. Right. That's a bad joke. Um, no, <laughs> it's not a bad joke. But basically what you're getting at is he is kind of on the war path. He sued the sun right. in the UK and he lost right. through that trial. We learned about some of their relationship. And now he here in the United States, he's suing Amber Heard. Right. For defamation, where he is claiming that because of an op ed, essentially, yep. that she wrote in the Washington Post, he lost out on many jobs and he's tra- suing for $50 million. Yeah. Including uh, the, uh, well, it's not even like hasn't even been green lit for a script, uh, but like the Pirates movie, he was fired. Like he claims he was fired from that because of it and then replaced by. Uh, Mads Mickelson in the Fantastic Beasts movie. Mm-hmm. I would just say The Town with Matt Bellany, which is another Ringer podcast, has had some interesting episodes about this too. Yeah, and I agree. actually, I learned some pretty like crucial information from it. And I thought that what same. The, yeah, like I thought that it was, you know, Matt is a lawyer initially. He used to be a litigator and he speaks to another lawyer. And one thing that I thought was really interesting that has been totally elided in this more sensational coverage is how there's like a dossier as part of this trial, like Disney was subpoenaed. And so there's like a dossier of information about Johnny Depp, which is like basically like why they didn't continue to pursue pirates with him. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with Amber Heard. Yeah. <laughs> like she's not even mentioned in it. It's like basically <laughs> Disney's oppo research on Johnny Depp. And that piece of information, which is from Matt's pod, like, three weeks ago at this point, maybe two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. really stuck with me because so much of the focus of the media coverage on social media and in just more mainstream and tabloid media is like about Amber Heard and her behavior and what isn't, isn't true from Amber Heard. And I just have found this shocking. What you you were following, I know you were watched some of the early testimony. What Mm -hmm. has been like your impression as someone who's actually taken in some of the proceedings. Well, it's so interesting because I came into this being like, you know, I'm like a little embarrassed to say this, but I I was like, he's a bad person. She's also seems unhinged too, you know, but throughout watching the trial and it also helps if you're the first person to go, if your side is the first to go, which his side was, that helps as well in in the media because you get to hear his side in the narrative before her side. And we're just now hearing her side right now. Um, so I think people on social media, a lot of times kind of make up their mind just from the evidence that they've seen. Yeah. So that's kind of unfair. But um, so going into this, I was like, well, they were, this is clearly a toxic relationship and there was abuse on both sides. But after kind of hearing everything reading more articles, looking at information that people have pointed out. I just want to also mention there's a really good thread by Michael Hobbs, who used to host the You're Wrong About podcast. Um, and he was a Huffington report, uh, Huffington Post reporter. But now I'm kind of like, you know what? I stand with Am- Amber Heard and I believe her. I believe her 100%. And it's kind of disgusting the way in which smart people have been kind of making this into a both sides. He said, she said they're both wrong kind of thing. Right. 
What did Mike? I, there's a lot there to dig into, so we're going to. But what did the thread from Michael Hobbs tell you that kind of convinced you? Well, he was talking about these parts from like the written depositions. Yeah, depositions and reports. And again, her story never changes. And it's his story that seems to change there. Like his side gets dates incorrect as well. And he also mentioned he mentions the UK trial. He said that the UK case comprises 14 allegations of alleged abuse. One was thrown out on technicality of the remaining 13. Only three were Depp's word against Hertz. Again, it's like there's more evidence that supports her side than supports his side and that supports the fact that he was the abuser, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and he just he has a lot of dates about like, you know, the UK uh, case found all of the things that he said unconvincing. Again, he was convicted in the UK case. You know, I think that's a that's kind of a big deal. Was he convicted or just he didn't his suit didn't succeed? Oh, I guess. Yeah. His suit didn't succeed. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was like he was not able to prove that the son damaged his career. The the libel laws in the UK are different than the US. That's why he was suing the son in the UK and he's suing Amber Heard here. Right. Um, One of the things that's so shocking about this and why you're saying you believe Amber Heard is that this all stems from at least in the US stems from Amber Heard's op-ed in which she says she was the victim of abuse. She doesn't say who. And he is suing her because he feels that it, the implication was it was him. They did very famously date Amanda and I on on jam session covered their um, apology video when they smuggled dogs into Australia. One of the weirdest was, apology videos of all time. So strange. And like that was in 2016. So like they're kind of the oddity of their relationship has been out there for a long time. But then mm-hmm. she wrote this in 2018. And I think what's one thing that we've been talking about privately in this conversation with someone with Michael Hobbs and also on the cut and elsewhere in the New York times, it's like really coming into focus now is how this has been totally perverted into like just crucifying Amber Heard in like Mm -hmm. a shocking way. And just for the record, I know very little about Amber Heard. I don't like Amber Heard. I also think she seems like she probably has her own emotional issues as well, based on some of the things that came out. But a lot of the examples that Michael Hobbs has on his Twitter is there's a mural that says that is like street art in New York, which has basically has Amber Heard as Pinocchio. And it says, uh, you broke my nose, Johnny, like accusing her of lying and saying that she, that, that accusing her of lying because Johnny Depp did not break her nose. And as Michael Hobbs points out, she didn't even say that. She right, said she yeah. thought he broke her nose because it hurt so bad. And so, Basically, her descriptions of abuse and pain have been turned into like fodder to make her this total internet villain. It's and it's insane. It's really upsetting. And like, yeah, this is, it's not a judgment of like Amber Heard and or anything, but just the way that victims have are received. It's like this is a total boomerang from the Believe All Women movement. Yes. The people who are screaming Believe All Women are the ones being like, LOL, Amber Heard. Uh, did you see her snort cocaine on the stand? Or just like, God, what like, are you talking about? It's very, very strange. And then Matt Bellany, again, one of our great sources in his <laughs> newsletter today, which you should, should, should subscribe to if you don't. It's called What I'm Hearing. It's through Puck News. Also, listen He's- to the podcast because... It is short and sweet. Oh, it's great. It's called The Town. Yeah, love um, it. 
Matt explains that one of Johnny Depp's lawyers is someone named Andrew Waldman. And Andrew, or excuse me, Adam Waldman. And he famously is also the lawyer for a Russian oligarch named Oleg Deripaska. And it's been alleged, and there's some evidence online, that Johnny Depp's camp is responsible for basically, like, Russian trolls going after Amber. Sure. I believe that. I believe it. I believe it, too, based on some of the evidence I've seen. But it's just so hard to understand why anyone, let alone, like, you know, Russian trolls are spending their time defending Johnny Depp. Like, what is the point of that? Like, what is the point of defending Johnny Depp? Well, I think it's, again, it's this, he, his lawyer is using them, is deploying them. So the point is, is that they're either being paid by the lawyer or they have some kind of relationship with the lawyer in that, sure, they're going to do it. You know what I mean? I think Mm -hmm. you also have to, you know, to so, and I've seen video clips of people and stuff just being enraged at Amber Heard because they're like, well, now I can't enjoy Pirates of the Caribbean anymore. Which is just like, that's your takeaway from all of this? You can't enjoy Pirates of the Caribbean anymore? It's really bizarre. I guess I'm, I, I, I think this just gets to like so many things to me for me that I don't understand, which is yeah. A, like, why do people care about this so much? Like, why do you think there's so much interest in Johnny Depp and Amber Heard? Well, I, Johnny Depp's a huge star. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about that too, but just from the way in which people that I was watching on the truck, they had this, I think they're inter- actually interviewing her right now as we're speaking. I was listening to her yeah. a little before um, on the same network that Matt Bellany said he was like a little known network called Law and Crime. A million people have been streaming. And I was like, well, I'm part of those million people. But uh, they broadcasted it and she was there and she was like some producer, but she was talking about kind of like Q scores and like IMDB rankings of uh, Hollywood stars and everything. And she was just saying, you know, he was a he's a huge star. He's a like part of these massive franchises. He's a big name with a lot of, um, you know, family friendly movies, just really formative movies for people. But in the recent years, you know, his star has kind of waned. However, he still is paid a lot of money and there is a lot of press around it. And the movies are big budget because of how big of a star he is. Right. I've never been a Johnny Depp fan. So I think that I'm just sort of like, why do people care about this? I guess I liked him when he was younger. Like, I like What's Eating Gilbert Grape. That's Um, a good movie. Yeah. Can't really name another Johnny Depp movie that I love. Like like Edward Scissorhands? No. Didn't. Oh, interesting. Too, I like Sweeney Todd. Not oh, really a yeah. popular one. It was <laughs> I okay. don't know. I like I like I understand he's really famous, but I also like Pirates is not in my world. Like I, <laughs> I've You're seen not me- a Jack Sparrow fan. No, I'm really not. I didn't know that it was based on a ride until I moved to California. You didn't? Oh, okay. Wow, no. that's funny. Well, I no, no, I mean, yeah, I had no idea. Like, you know, that's just funny. Like, I've just never really been a fan. Like, I, I can't sure. really, like, I never had a Johnny Depp moment. I've never found him hot. I just. Yeah, same. I've never really gotten it. And so yeah. the fact that he's always been so famous is, like, confusing to me. I also personally, like, don't really fall for the kind of out of control or not necessarily out of control, but hard partying male lead. Like, yeah, that's sure. Not, that's not the type of superstar that I um, no, totally really care about. So I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that like that part has always been confusing to me. But this sort of like the I, I think it's 
one of the only ways to really understand this is to like, think about the troll farms that are at work here because mm-hmm. it's not only Amber Heard that's been attacked. Lily Rose Depp, his daughter was being attacked oh, for not vocally so not, speaking out is, on his behalf. It's like, what? Go outside people. Right. It's insane. It's in, you're correct. And, and not only that, but companies are getting involved now. Other celebrities are getting involved and it's kind of even making, you know, mini celebrities out of some of the people who are quote unquote covering this or whatever. Like there, a lot of people are getting viral tweets and, and, you know, TikTok videos. And there's a huge section of TikTok and it's disgusting because I went on TikTok the other day and I spent like two hours in one sitting. It was disgusting. But, um, and I was randomly served a few Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial videos. And I was like, what the, and they were pro Johnny Depp. And I was like, what the fuck? I don't want to see this. What what makes you think that I'm pro Johnny Depp? Because I'm not. And, and that this is just they're just everywhere. It's pretty wild. I don't really know how to explain it. And it's such like um interesting phenomenon. I mean, I guess when you take into account that one of Johnny Depp's lawyers, this is like what he does. Like, this is the tactic. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I don't think he is a lawyer anymore because no. he was. Right. He was on the British trial, but then he got in trouble and is not on this trial. You're right. His lawyer now is this woman, Camilla Vasquez, who herself has become her own type of celebrity, which is yeah. like pretty wild. <laughs> it's so crazy. There are, if you type in her name, there are a bunch of news stories about her and how people on social media are like, oh my God, they have to get together. And like, oh my God, this woman, she's, she's a boss. And it's just like, ew, what? I, I have a question for you. Yeah. This is a little bit meta, but okay. do you feel like there's like some kind of connection between the true crime obsession Yes, a hundred percent. And the way that people are like fighting for Johnny Depp, because I feel like we've really gone through the looking glass here. And another one of his films. Sorry, (laughs) It feels to me like there's this because of the way that true crime has been popularized really over like the last five to seven years. It feels like like victims and victimhood, unless it's like someone who has like a black eye or something. Yeah has really been lost. And it's like the stars of true crime stories are not usually the victims, but the killers or the, yeah, the criminals. That's such a good point. Yeah. And I'm curious, like, and I asked because I know that you follow a lot of true crime stories and you, mm-hmm. you know, as you said, like you believe Amber Heard. So I'm not accusing you of being a part of this, but I'm curious no, no, like, yeah. as someone who lives in this space, like what connections you see between the two. That's a great point. I didn't even think of that, but that is a great point that, you know, usually when these true crime stories are presented in front of us, the victim is already dead and we, mm-hmm. we, we never hear from them. And, uh, and you know, the people make out those a- accused of a crime, they sensationalize them. I wouldn't say people are like, you know, well, actually that's not true. Some people are like, Oh, Ted Bundy and stuff, but you know, they, they get this kind of mythic status and, I don't think people necessarily like them, but they are fascinated by them. So it's it is kind of weird when an actual victim is alive and in court and testifying and, you know, and it. but it, again, it's it's sick the way in which she is being just bulldozed over. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty wild. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. 
So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. It's also interesting to think about this playing out versus something like the OJ trial, which we were really young for, but has obviously been revisited a lot in the Mm -hmm. recent years. But it's kind of like, you know, there has to, there's something sinister about allowing this to be broadcast, first of all. Yes, there is. And also, I think it plays in not only to the true crime thing, but also another one of my obsessions, uh, uh, reality TV. There's like a reality TV kind of like, oh my God, high drama aspect to all of this because I've also seen like on YouTube and again, Twitter and TikTok compilations of like the craziest moments in court. And it's just right. like, what? And then Lance Bass did like his own recreation of Lance Amber Heard's Bass, testimony. He and then he got is, derided and he took it down. But like that's as fucked up. It's it not is like fucked a, up. It's not a soundbite to be passed around on TikTok. And I think like, it's just like this very strange 2022 dystopian commodification of someone's pain. And yeah. whether you believe her or not, it's like, it's weird because we're living in this moment where niceness is supposed to be ruling and like things right. have gotten like too nice or whatever. Like, be mindful. And, and yeah. Yeah. And like people are like, you know, bemoaning the cancel culture and like cancel police so much. But yet this is still happening. And it's just such a weird dissonance between different parts of the Internet. I'm, yeah. I'm really like struggling to like totally no, understand it. It's confusing. And I think also which is just like indicative, I think, of social media and us all being online and especially mm-hmm. being online in an increasing amount since, you know, the pandemic started and whatnot. It's like we're kind of like, oh, we have to learn how to be with other people again. And I think that, you know, something like Lance Bass's TikTok thing where, again, I think Lance is just thirsty for fame. You know, mm-hmm. he's all he will go on any reality show. He will do anything for a few views. And I think he saw this as a moment to capitalize on and try to be, quote unquote, funny when it's just like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, well, have some tact. Another another piece of it is when you when you digest it in small bites, when you hear about like one thing that happened from the testimony on one day, like people yeah. hearing about 
Amber Heard pooping on their bed. Yeah, or they whatever. don't know the entire context. And that's right. another thing. Like there are, I've seen a lot of people circulate this clip of her admitting to like hitting him. And they're only clipping like 30 seconds of the clip, but there's a longer clip that has more of a context. And there's a reference to he allegedly pushed a door over her feet and like pushed her out of the way. And so that's why she slapped him in the first place, because she was retaliating after he had done physical harm to her. But people are just clipping the part where she admits to slapping him, which is just like, that's not true. Like, oh, my God. And also not what the trial is about. The trial is... And that's exactly... The trial is not who is abusive. I think we can assume they're both abusive and it was a toxic relationship. And I think that, you know, because of genetics and physical force, his abuse may have been more damaging and more injurious. As well as, like, his power as a huge yes. Hollywood celebrity. I mean, there and is as a such man. A, a man and an older... He's older by several decades. Right. So there's a huge power imbalance happening here. And it's right. just... Oh, it's and sick. The, yeah. And the power imbalance gets to the heart of what Me Too was about. And I think that's like, yeah. At the, in the last few years, I've noted this with Amanda on Jam Session a few, t- mm-hmm. a few times. I think one thing that is disappointing about the movements that came after the initial Me Too reporting is that the power imbalance was really at the heart of a lot of these issues. It, I mean, obviously, sexual assault, sexual abuse is a crime. Um, mm-hmm. There's no question about that. But so much of it was about workplace sexual harassment, sexual abuse, because mm-hmm. that's where the pow- the imbalance of power comes into play and like why yeah. someone like Mira Sorvino's career was torpedoed or whatever. Right. And so I think that like to see this playing out again, and I'm I'm thankful to someone like Michael Hobbs and also someone like Matt Bellany. Matt Bellany and Claire Lampin at the cut, who have been pointing this out. Claire did a really good job um, in her piece, which which women do we choose to believe of pointing out like the the power issues. But like it's just like we haven't learned anything, or I many know, people wild. haven't learned anything. And I also I think because it's so prevalent on TikTok, which skews younger, there's a generation mm-hmm. consuming this that doesn't totally. have the full context of the Me Too movement, and and it's just like so disappointing and, and frustrating to it watch. Is- Oh, definitely. And also, I want to make a note that this trial is not happening in California. It's happening in Fairfax County in Virginia, like you said before. And one of the reasons why I think that one of the main narratives and reasoning is he wanted it out there because the Washington Post servers are out of Fairfax County in Virginia. But there's also something else that I haven't seen reported on as much, but there is these laws against strategic lawsuit against public participation laws. So there Mm. are these and and it's called slap and there are these anti slap laws across the nation. And California has a stricter one than than uh, Virginia does. Virginia has a pretty I don't want to say lax, but it's not as stringent as the ones in California. And uh, slap laws Uh, according to New England cable news, are, quote, commonly used to intimidate silence criticism through expensive, drawn-out legal proceedings. And her lawyers had sought to move the case to California because she, both she and Depp reside there. A lot of the incidents happen in California. And 
It should also be known that California's anti-slap laws allow the defendant of a defamation case to file a motion to dismiss a case because it involves speech about a matter of public concern that is protected under the First Amendment, which I think her lawsuit that, that could apply to, you know, right. and then the um, the not defendant. What is the other? I'm sorry, I didn't go plaintiff. to law school. Plaintiff would have to pay all of the legal fees of the defendant and that that is not the case in virginia where these laws are not as strong and also i'm sorry i know this is really uh convoluted so i apologize but it's not convoluted but it just it does speak to a lot of the other machinations not just like a troll farm but like the legal maneuvering to get it in virginia and why Exactly. And more and more people are doing this in Virginia. It's kind of crazy. It's like happening a lot. Um, and there was also a, a piece in the Washington Post in 2019 by Justin Jovenal. And he talks about how the Johnny Depp lawsuit and this one from Republican Devin Nunez, who yes, is from California. California. Yeah, exactly. And he had a lawsuit uh, that he brought to Virginia as well. And Uh, In this piece, Justin writes, some legal experts say Virginia law allows those with deep pockets to bulldoze targets with frivolous, protractive and expensive litigation they couldn't pursue in many other states. The true goals of the suits, the defendants argue, are to stifle critics, blunt, uh, aggressive journalism and settle scores, which is so fucked up. Horrible. It's hard. It's really horrible. And obviously... You know, I don't know the history of the law, but I don't think it's intended for Johnny Depp to go after Amber Heard like this. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. It's it, this has just been a, such a bizarre thing to watch unfold. I, I really like I said, I struggle with kind of like placing it within the spectrum of celebrity obsession. And like, you know, we were talking about on the flip side in the UK last week in the week before the testimony was given in the Wagatha Christie trial, which is Rebecca right. Vardy suing Colleen Rooney. This is another jam session topic. Colleen Rooney used a private Instagram to suss out who in her life was feeding information to the tabloids about her. And she zeroed in on Rebecca Vardy and she announced it in like grand fashion two or three years ago. It was like dot, 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 dot. It's Rebecca Vardy. (laughs) And now Rebecca Vardy and now Rebecca Vardy is suing Colleen Rooney for defamation. There's been no judgment yet. There's allegedly no smoking gun in this situation where it's like very clear that it is Rebecca Vardy. However, Rebecca Vardy's agent has like some texts about like, oh, it was me in terms of giving information to. Well, well, didn't her phone end up in like the North Atlantic Sea or something? Yes. So a few weeks before the phone was supposed to be handed over, her agent's phone was thrown into the North Atlantic off the coast of Ireland (laughs) or in England. It's so dramatic. And it really is, but it's great. This for, is that's a that's a fun trial. This is fun, right? Yeah. Because no one's um basically th- some of the quotes that have come out are like so absurd and they're about Rebecca Vardy like is she basically a Ted Lasso character of like <laughs> <Yeah>. let's <laughs> let's take this guy down and like use phot- phot- photographers to do it. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that's also in Ted Lasso just shows you like how <laughs> well known this is among footballers and their crazy wives and girlfriends. <laughs> um sorry. But ultimately, there's no abuse involved here. And that's like, honestly, it sounds like such like a reductive and like silly thing to say, but it's a huge piece of it. And it's such a different tone to it. And there's something yeah. a lot more palatable because no one, you know, 
there's emotional hurt and there's financial hurt, but like mm-hmm. there's not a clear villain in this one. I don't really think anyone's coming off particularly well. And right. it's just it like just, two rich people fighting. Yeah. And the stakes are just so much lower. Right. And also, I think a really key difference here is there's no there's no cameras in the side, the jury. There's an inside the trial. Yes. Like we yeah. see uh, illustrations like courtroom illustrations from sure. the Barty Rooney trial but there's something you know about being able to watch Depp and Heard that is really wrong and I think that it does lead right. to a lot of sens- sens- sensationalizing like the OJ trial where there also were cameras and that was available on court TV like this is kind of like court TV's biggest moment since then yeah. and I think it's like almost like and it's an unequivocal like should not be allowed to me. I mean, I don't know. My lawyer parents might disagree, but everything's public record, right? It's part of right. Well, it's part and of a trial. So, like, I, why do we need the cameras to make it even worse? Exactly. And I think again, that's another part of from what I've heard. The slap thing is that they're allowing cameras in this Virginia trial, whereas they probably wouldn't in the California one. Like, you know, the Kardashians recently had one with Black China. There were no, yes. cameras, no cameras there. there. It was in California, just sketches. And I'm sure people would have loved to see that as well, you know? So it is really strange and weird that they have these cameras in here. And it just, again, it allows people can make quick, easy breakout clips of things. And again, yeah. like like I said, there was this insane clip going around on Twitter. It has 137.7 likes of, and they're accusing Thousand? Amber. Oh yeah, sorry. 137,000 <laughs> uh, likes. And it's just like this really janky clip of Amber sniffing her nose with like a tissue. And they're like, she's doing cocaine in court. Which is like, crazy. what are you talking? She's not. And what are you talking about? What are you? The, the way that people position everything she does is just, it should not be happening like this. I know. It's like, I thought we were smarter than this, but you want to drag this woman down just by sniffing her nose. Like, that's the point. That's where we are right now, which is gross. I also, I think that she's probably culpable of, many things but the vilification of her is so unjust and i yeah it's disgusting the, it's, it's just it's just like really hard to contemplate i also i think part of it is because you know after listening to claire's pod on just like us i did you know uh-huh. i did really feel like the celebrity landscape has changed and i just you know as people we cover it i do feel like it has changed in general there's so much more direct access to celebrities yeah. and like you hear from them so much more i guess part of what's kind of shocking about how ha- Depp and Heard is we actually don't hear from either of them that much. And then when we did hear from Amber Heard in this op edge, it's led to all this like litigation for her. So it's almost like this is the vestige of a type of celebrity system that is really not that common anymore where he is like this super famous guy that you don't really hear from. He's like rumored to be a drunk, but like everyone's like, who cares? He's Jack Sparrow. Like it just feels like I hope this is like the end of something, but I'm afraid it's the beginning. Because it seems in, like the beginning. In many ways, it's like a rerun of some of the hysterics around previous trials, like we said, like with OJ and whatnot. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that was a, a murder and very specific circumstances and, and different. But like, that's the last time court TV was really discussed, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think... I think your point about the reality TV aspect of it is really good and frankly scary. 
Totally. Well, and again, it kind of removes you from what's actually going on because you're like, oh, this is dramatic. Okie dokie. My life is boring, you know, which is kind of is a sick way to go about it. And also, I think it's interesting the way in which and we've talked about this, but social media plays in at every single aspect. Like also when Jason Momoa, who I don't like, just randomly started following Johnny Depp at the beginning of this trial. And now everyone's like, well, Johnny Depp has to be like a good person because her co-star started following him on Instagram. Like that has anything to do with thing like that. That is indicative of anything. Like, are you kidding me? Like use some critical thinking skills for two seconds here, people. I know it feels like this episode is kind of like a perfect storm of all the things that are wrong with modern celebrity culture and like online culture, like disinformation on social media, the sort of trivialization of serious things, the loss of perspective when something big is happening, Mm -hmm. the, the ability to just like gang up on someone. It, and also, and like we said, like the obsession with like true crime and, and like, and criminals, basically it's very, this is such like a strange moment. It is a strange moment. And you know, this, whole thing is going longer than it was expected because it was supposed to end last week. But right. now they're like, we, you know, still need more people are going to take the stand. I guess Kate Moss is going to take the stand on Wednesday. Why? Who is she friends with in that equation? I see. Well, but see, it's weird because it's like it would be for Amber's side. But I guess Johnny Depp's legal team is calling her as a witness. Hmm. Okay. So I don't, this makes no sense because I thought his team was done, but um, I don't know. I, I'm not, again, I never did a mock trial or anything, so I don't know. Me neither. But I do think, you know, not to shit on TikTok, but like the rise of TikTok has made it so easy for people just to have false information and to deploy it to millions upon millions of people and to push a narrative when it's like, you're not even a journalist. You're some random 24 year old girl sitting in your apartment bored with nothing to do. And you're a fan of Johnny Depp. There's two kinds of TikTok videos that I'm aware of. There's more than two, but like the two that I think factor into this are one that are like just random people narrating a news story they read in front of like a green screen. Sure. Yeah. So there's that. And then there's the soundbite where people like, acted out or whatever. It's popular with like Kardashians or right. with a song or whatever. They right. take a clip and then they like, they do a funny they video. They memify it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that both are really damaging here. And I think that yes. mode, that mode of communication is like wholly inappropriate and kind of totally. like an opposition to a serious trial where yeah. someone's discussing being abused. Right. Um, like you said, she wasn't. commodifying it's tr- pain and yeah. abuse. Yeah. And it's it's really weird. And like, if that's the way in which we're going to um, distill celebrity is it's like, well, they we definitely can't have cameras in, in trials anymore. Like, that's my stance on it. No, I totally agree. And and it's it's just like it's so it's so maddening. And then you get, you know, these bigger companies that you would hope would be smarter than the average 25 year old, you know, woman and man. But it's like, you know, Milani makeup. I'm sure you saw the the TikTok where um because Amber said that she had used this Milani compact to mm. cover some bruises and Milani had to go on their little TikTok and make like a a video about how they're like our compact didn't come out until, you know, a year after you said it did. Like like that fucking means anything. Like and and she and so and then all these people are like, "Woo, go Milani." Just here spilling the truth, Milani. And it's just like, "Ew." It's so gross. It's so I gross know. and you should be fucking ashamed, Milani. 
It, it, I, I only laughing at, at your uh, yelling oh, at Milani. No. Just, I, also, who wears Milani? I'm sorry. No one goes to Milani. It. It's like a drugstore makeup brand. And it's like, you know what? People are going to Revlon and CoverGirl. No one's going to Milani. So I've never heard of it. But maybe Amber Heard is. Listen, she seems she seems wacky. There's there's no way around that. But that's not the point here. She can't, like that doesn't lessen or negate her claims of abuse. Like that's sort yeah. of and, and also that's not what's being questioned here. What's what's so surprising. And I guess I shouldn't be surprised, though, is the fact that like I only know about the case against Johnny Depp from like Disney's uh-huh. perspective because of a podcast sure. I listened to, right? Like, so yeah. really the facts of the case are like totally irrelevant if they're not completely scandalous. So it's just pretty, really depressing. We just wanted it to discuss depressing. it because yeah. we've talked about it internally. And, you know, we spent so much time talking about Me Too on Ringer Dish and elsewhere. Yeah, sure. And as many well, have noted, we've, we've learned nothing. And I think you would be kooky and driven kind of to the point of insanity if you had to live with an addict like Johnny Depp, to be honest. Um, I think he has severe addiction issues and and they want to downplay and they've been downplaying it since day one. And I'm not saying I mean, I think that's sad. I think anyone with addiction is- issues, I, I feel for them and I empathize and that and that's horrible. But it's just like <sighs> he doesn't remember half the things he does, you know, and these court filings that I've read, it's like He's texting his agent and his agent or his assistant is like, he feels so bad, Amber. He didn't realize what he was doing. And a lot of these incidents happen after he's like blackout drunk or, you know, it's just I don't I don't like it. It's just I don't know. Demonizing her in a way that she wholly does not deserve and 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 is really damaging to, I think, uh, the Me Too movement. Yeah. And and it, survivors of abuse, you know, yeah, and she's like, absolutely. oh, you wonder why people don't come out right. and report things because this shit happens to them because they are shat on and because they are made fun of. It's just like, oh my, what are we doing here? It's so good. It's been pretty appalling to watch, though. It's been we pretty appalling to talk about it. To watch. And also, sorry, one more thing. But I also find it gross. I feel like people for a while, while his uh, side was up there presenting their arguments, a lot of people, I think smart people, verified people on Twitter were kind of afraid to even speak out and say, like, you know, I I, I support her or yeah, you know. for fear of being attacked themselves. Like exactly. His yeah. Right. Which is insane. That's, that's horrible. So it really it really is. So we will not be falling for it here on Ringer Dish. We we, you know, I, I'm not even sure I support Amber Heard. I just don't not support Amber Heard. And I'm not against yeah. her. And that's the thing is like, I don't know, but that's also not what's at stake. And I don't like need to have an opinion on it. I think that's like the mm-hmm. other thing that's just lost here is like, I don't support what's happening to Amber Heard. And that unto itself is almost like too nuanced to express in any way, except on yeah, a podcast. Sure. It's bizarre. Yeah. We've it hit, is we've bizarre. Hit, we've hit bizarre territory. Amelia, yeah. thank you for talking this out with me. Thank you. Thank you to Kai McMullen for producing this episode. We will have much more Ringer Dish this week, as always. And thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. 
Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, Enter the Kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.